because P- like PR and advertising are becoming more and more a joint thing oh, yeah, like 100%. comms in general every like especially with the digital world yeah um, so yeah. I think having those those skills across both are, are really valuable and yeah. being able to have connections in the yeah. creative industries yeah because we rely on you guys it's all, it's all about who you know 100% like <laughs> Well, that is part of the conversation with Emma Murphy, the guest on this week's episode of Coffee Talks. Welcome back. Uh, Super stoked to have you along. Thank you so much. I just want to say thank you because uh, I actually received a lot of really nice messages from people throughout the week between last week's episode and this week's episode just saying how much they loved the podcast, some really constructive and encouraging feedback, which is super awesome. Uh, I'm not going to talk for long at the start of this because you might be able to tell I'm a little bit sick right now. It's not fun. It's not good. But uh, this week's episode is with Emma Murphy, a local fashion blogger, stylist that I happened to connect with a few years ago. Uh, We talk all things about, you know, working in university as a stylist and uh, working back in Bathurst. So going from Melbourne to Bathurst, how to approach work, uh, a whole bunch of things, uh, including, you know, even a little bit of a story about how she met her partner on Tinder. But, you know, we won't judge her for that. So, yeah, tune in and listen to this episode. We really hope that you enjoy it. Uh, again, thanks for listening. If you feel like it and you're encouraged, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Tom DeWire or even leave a review below. Uh, tell me what you think, uh, good or bad. Either way, I'll still allow it to be there and read it and take it on board. Uh, so this episode is recorded above Good Eddie Cafe in my office again. So shout out to the lovely guys in the cafe for the coffee. Uh, and yeah, sit back, enjoy this episode with Emma Murphy of Lola Design Blog. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is Emma Murphy. Hi. <laughs> I'm really glad you have a normal name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> First guess I had like Eric Floberg, but I was like, what if you pronounce his name like Floberg or, <laughs> or like Floberg or something? Yeah. <laughs> What's that guy of um, Futurama with the... <laughs> don't watch Futurama. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's what Floberg sounds like to me. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't know his name. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, we're in the office above Good Eddie drinking coffee. Dink it and drink it. <laughs> What do you think? Good coffee? Do you like coffee? I, well, funny enough, I have only started drinking coffee again this week and it's been one week and I've had a coffee a day, so you could say I'm hooked so you're again. So well, you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. But this coffee is good. I think like, you're actually limiting yourself. Like I'm on at least four a day, at least. I don't want to go like too hard too soon because <laughs> yeah, one budget. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're talking to the guy that has an office above a cafe and That's they risky. bring it and they bring it up to me i know <laughs> like, when they bought the coffees up i was like excuse yeah, me i'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna move bad. in here yeah <laughs> i love it i mean it's great but my bank account doesn't love it so much yeah. so sometimes I, I i accidentally accidentally inverted commas no, yeah. <laughs> i like i because they finished at three so they left and i was still here and i was like oh crap i didn't pay for any of my coffees today whoops <laughs> and then <laughs> they, just, the they just they just seemed yeah. to let it slide i was like i'm like hey if i bring in like Four people on the weekend and we all have coffee. Exactly. I mean, the name of, is Good Eddie, so... It's true. It's true. Yep. So we kind of balance it out. But <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. Um, and that, it, that's why it works too, like, because I meet with all my couples here, so I bring coffee in. And, like, the other day, two of my couples were waiting because I had to move my car. And they were like, oh, we, we actually just bought some keep cups as well. I'm like, hey, guys, there's, like, another $20 sale for you. Hey, so hey, there you go. You're welcome. So it works out <laughs> You're well. making the money. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Good Eddie, some would say. Yeah. <laughs> Great you need a little like drum after that. Bit. I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> or like one of the, the um, 
family feud, but I was like, bum, bum. <laughs> That's probably more accurate, actually. Yeah, yeah for your dad jokes. So tell us your story. Uh, who are you? What do you do? Why are you on my podcast? I just met. No. <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, what do you do? Like, how did we meet and, and whatever? Well, we met, how, how long ago now? A couple of years? Oh, easy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know how it started. Either you messaged me or I messaged you. I think I might have been the creeper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she stalked me for days. Yep, that she was, was just like, hunting down in DMs. <laughs> um, well, me. So, bit of context. I studied fashion styling in Melbourne too many years ago now, and I didn't finish my degree. So, classic creative, just woo. Yeah, <laughs> that was a terrible high five. Oh, I'll, I'll over that. High five was as good as my degree. <laughs> but, we get real excited now. Um, and so, I moved back to Bathurst, and I was making just doing shoots and trying to connect with creatives and I saw Tom online and I was like we're on let's not, do this just to clarify not on tinder or anything like not not that swiped kind of right, one baby. swiped right <laughs> I'm just here for the photographers <laughs> yeah what you, what's your career photographer <laughs> left <laughs> left I don't even know what, I don't use tinder what's left what's right um left is if you don't want to so swipe okay. right I'm pretty sure I should know this I'm like <laughs> I'm sure you're in a committed relationship, aren't you? <laughs> I actually met my boyfriend on Tinder, so sorry, Mum. Just cute. disclaimer there. <laughs> That's cute. Hey, look, modern society is the way it works. It is technology, but yeah, then we started working together, and we've done a couple photo shoots, some really yeah. cool stuff that I'm super proud of, and I'm here today because just starting to get back in. I've been in the uni fog for a little while so I'm ready <laughs> to get emerged. creative again yeah have emerged from the deep deep dark fog it's so weird like I so I shot a job in Sydney the other day and I was talking about this with Nate this morning as well and I met some of the people that were in my class because they, they graduated oh. and they're working for some of the companies that were there for the event yeah and they were like one of them was like dude what the hell happened to you like you just disappeared I'm like yeah. <laughs> like people just thought I just died oh okay good yeah, there yeah. Was, I, I, and I liked it because he was saying he was like, there's legit rumours about what happened to you and people weren't sure really and so I was like oh I forgot oh, that guy that's so it. classy it's kind of fun you know, knowing that people don't know what happened to you and they're just starting wild that makes you like a local celebrity like imagine the rumours that could build from that I know I don't Tabloids. know whether that's all good or bad I could go back to Bathurst no I love it like, now you've got a rep yeah yeah some street cred <laughs> maybe you could be like oh you know I just spent a few years Abroad, yeah. smuggling. I'm actually a secret agent for the CIA <laughs> yeah, and you know. uh, was infiltrating the university system for content. And, um, <laughs> content. You don't do content for the CIA, you do content for a creative idiot. Yeah, I think uh, you're in too much for a creative space. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Too many coffees. This One too like, many coffees. Yeah. This is at least four podcasts deep and it's only 11.45, so that's four coffees. Even though coffee has no effect on me. Anyway, mm. that's good. Yeah, I find so, that really strange that coffee has no effect on you at all. Have you just drank too much and you reached your quota? It never or? has. Really? Caffeine, like I could drink, I, I hate energy drinks, but I could drink Red Bulls and, and whatever and just be fine. Like, yeah. Flatline. I only like Red Bull with vodka in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it's a Saturday now. How was your Friday? You don't look too hungover. No, no I, I actually have uh, cheese and bicky Friday. That's what we call it in my house. <laughs> Which is just Please an tell excuse. Me it's like with like wine. And it is, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's an excuse for my dad loves wine, so. Good call. I live with my parents. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, that, that creative budget life. Yeah. Yeah, being yeah. a uni student, so. But yeah, Cheese and Bicky Friday, so I had the. That's cool. I like that nickname. Maybe we should. Maybe you should start a podcast, Cheese and Bicky Fridays. Oh my god. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna like, copyright that. Yeah. We have four podcasts on the I sat down with some friends last <laughs> night, and we had, uh, and this will become an episode. We recorded. A, of a tester episode to see whether it was worth it yeah and and it was so someone bought them as a couple someone bought them uh, 101 
conversation started for couples. And so we sat down as a couple and just me and two other friends and we were just like having a chat and answering all these questions. That's cool. Like, this yeah. It's a cool podcast. So is that a game or is it just like a book? No, it's just like one of those like box of cards and you just go through and mm. it's just meant to start a conversation between you and your, your, your lover. Oh. So some of the questions get real deep. Like we were laughing and then the next one's like, just look into your lover's eyes and oh, what's okay. one thing about them? We're like, hi. <laughs> like, that stuff like, makes me really uncomfortable like, when we do like stare you, deeply into people's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm single, so I don't know how to do that, really. I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I need, yeah, to, I need to put violin over a here. A silent like, tear just rolls down Tom's cheek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with the photo shoot we've done, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Pick your favorite one. What was your favorite one you've shot? With? Oh, that's easy. With yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Which it was one? the Angus Project. Yeah, that was fun. Actually, I totally forgot. I, I know yeah. I posted a photo about that yesterday, <laughs> but I forgot about that one. In my mind, I'm just like, I worked on like fashion stuff with you, not as much. Yeah. But that actually, that was fun. So the Angus Project, um, if you haven't seen it, you need yeah. to see it because it is ABC hilarious. ABC is where it still is? Yeah, I think it's still on iView, um, but they've had the pilot picked up to go on ABC as well. So, yeah, cool. um, so they're two awesome people, uh, two of my friends, Angus and Nina. They're from Bathurst and um, Nina is an amazing writer and Angus is just she's downright hilarious. On, like, <laughs> She's actually on a big show now, isn't she? Like a yeah, proper comedian um, show on ABC. Not, not proper, but... <laughs> She, I saw she was at the, the Logies. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Sorry, yeah. Nina. Bad, got that Tom, bad promotion. It's got that Tom dude in it, I remember that. Too. Yeah, Tom Ballard, that's yeah. it, yeah. Um, and so they needed some promotional pitches when that they were fun. yeah, getting the the, um, the series out there. And that was just so much fun um, getting to... It was a fun shoot. Sort of capture their personality and what the show was. And yeah. also, like, they're just such cool and trendy people. Like, when we are going through Angus's wardrobe... Um, and we're styling it. He has so many cool vintage pieces. Yeah. And uh, to clarify yeah. for Angus, for those of you who don't, don't know Angus, he's a, a, a uni, was a uni student at Bathurst CSU where we both go, went, went, go. He's well, I go still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I have to. You, yeah. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, he's so, the story's about him living with cerebral palsy in a wheelchair and, and doing university. So, yeah, cool dude. It's also highly inappropriate, which is kind of sums <laughs> I'm up. I'm pretty sure I watched the first, <laughs> like, the first 30 seconds of the episode is him like smoking a bong and I was like, Cool. <laughs> I love that boy. He's a fun, funny dude. <laughs> yeah. No, but and the I, shoot was just so much fun. Like, yeah, that's probably my favorite because we yeah. could really capture their personalities yeah. in it. But fashion-wise, oh, I don't know. I liked the show one. That was fun. Oh, I forgot about that. And I liked that because I had an actual a wedding couple that saw that and were like, bro, you're shooting a wedding in Townsville when the show's on. Can oh. we do wedding photos there? And I was you're like, welcome. Well, hell yeah, we can. <laughs> that was freezing cold that night. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, so it was. much fun though. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I like shooting at night with like really bright coloured lights like you get at shows because yeah, they're cool. really, really fun to capture. And Olive, who is the model, she always yeah. looks amazing and can do any style. <laughs> but um, no, we've, we've had some fun. It's been some good times. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hats off to us for now. <laughs> it's been a while though, so um, hint, yeah. hint, let's... That's actually what we're doing. This that's like, that's what we're yeah. doing right after this, aren't we? Like, I'm actually going to photograph right now. You're going to talk. I'm just, no. No, God, please no. <laughs> yeah. I actually read out this office because in the morning behind me where you can see these yes. Venetian blinds, which I found out that's what they were called the other day, not vertical blinds. Oh. I put something up. My mum just like harasses, not harasses, but corrects my Instagram daily. I mean. And so I like put something up the other day and I was like, oh, I love these vertical blinds. And mum was like, they're actually called Venetian blinds. Vertical blinds. they're horizontal. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> even, even like my week's been so messed around. I was like, 
I put something about being in the office on Tuesday, and mum replies, she's like, it's Wednesday. Like, oh. Crap. <laughs> like, That's I'm what mums are for, though. Yeah. Call you on your bullshit. <laughs> thanks, mum. Shout out to you. You're amazing. Um, but yeah, like, in the morning, the sun comes in through those and creates a mad uh, light there, and so I'm going to do a shoot there someday. Like, if I could try and describe this space, it's got, like, really <laughs> nice wooden floorboards, white walls, and beautiful, like, natural light. Yeah. I just want to shoot in here so bad. Half yeah. of the office is like a creative's office. The other half yeah, is a storeroom. office. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think the coffee cup side with the almond yeah. milk would make a really nice I think, background. Yeah, we could do a shoot for Bonsoy. Yeah, sure. for Bonsoy. <laughs> uh, really passionate about soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> environmental. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's probably more less environmental. I don't know. I don't know. It All matter. I know is too much soy ain't great for the hips. Yeah. Very cool. Fun I fact. Just, I just don't drink a lot of milk. Yeah, you drink coffee. Ah, I do... Max two coffees with milk. The rest are just black or shot straight. How many coffees do you have a day? I think I, I, I did a video with Caitlin who used to work for me and I think I actually added it up and at one point it was I was drinking an average eight coffees a day. <gasps> <laughs> it was so bad. I reckon uh, I would have but, to be like hospitalised if I had that we much. Worked out, she loves tea and we worked out she drank on average tea, 12 cups of tea a day. Is she I just in like, the bathroom constantly? I was like, how are you just like not a, like a puddle of tea? Like how yeah. is your body just not 95% just liquid just yeah. rolling around? So yeah, I mean, I, I have cut it back. I probably, now that I work above a cafe, I try and cut it to like mm. two a day at home, at here, and then have at least one at home. Do you have a little pod machine or a pop coffee machine? Yuck. Sorry. Get out. I, I'm told Yuck. you, I'm one week back, all right? I'm learning. <laughs> Chemex. Chemex proper like ground coffee beans. Ooh, my dad would be so proud of you. He'd be really like... That's disappointed in me I for that comment guy. about the pod but yeah. he'd be proud of the coffee machine yeah that's a good guy he's a good guy I've yeah. met him before yeah yeah because he came and shot for our business I did I did Tom everywhere fun. and anywhere doing work <laughs> pretty much getting paid for nothing no, <laughs> no it's not that bad. Um, everything he does with me I'm like I'm poor <laughs> I do the same I'm like hey yeah. <laughs> you got a free model I need you <laughs> literally that's it, but it's fine it works I it's feel like sometimes that's kind of what when I'm styling I'm like I feel like I'm just a uh yeah, casting director sometimes. How, like, how, a do model you, hunter. how do you work with that? Like, obviously, because you come from studying fashion in Melbourne, so you mm. kind of would have a bit of a, a pool of people to choose from there in the university. But then yeah. being back up here, obviously, you know, you can't really pay models and you can't pay photographers all the time. Like, yeah. how, do you, how do you go about that? Like, what do you do? Honestly, I think it was easier in Bathurst. Really? Like, I found Melbourne was amazing because there's always people wanting to do time for print stuff yeah. um, and really eager to work. Um, but it's such a big community there. Whereas the creatives in Bathurst that I've got to meet are so loyal to each other, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, it's yeah, we look after each other and like we're always supporting each other's new projects. Yeah. So, um, photographer wise, I found you guys amazing in Bathurst because always keen to like try new things. And then model wise, I just am really lucky to have a lot of beautiful friends <laughs> who were keen to start. 100%. Yeah. I, for like the first 12 months of my photography career, people were like, do you only have attractive female friends that you yeah. shoot I'm like well kind of yeah I mean life's not that bad is it <laughs> I'm like you know not that I'm saying no to shooting ugly people but quite often ugly people don't want to be on camera so it, just, oh, it works that I way mean, yeah. I just yeah so I literally I'm pretty sure someone asked my mum it's like does your son only have attractive female friends I'm like I mean that's not such a bad rep to have is it no it's not yeah. and and the guys I used to work with were like do you just have like a harem of women because there, be, <laughs> there would be times where we were working on a project and we we're like oh we need a couple of girls for like this shot you know, through a museum or whatever, and I'd be like, "Let me go, hang on." I just like message six people, and three of them would get back to me, and they're like, "What is what just is a going little on? black book of pretty girls?" <laughs> people like talking about reputations. People used to think I just like I'd slept with everyone that I'd worked with. Playboy. I'm like, nope, nope, didn't happen. Yeah, not the way. It like, oh, we did that one with Courtney. Yeah, and people were like. 
did you? I'm like, no. Oh, my like, God. Like, no, there's, like, a level of we professional. We are professionals, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to not get paid for shoot and, and just sleep with him. Like, that's just weird. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, there's definitely a line to draw there. I mean, you're not Terry Richardson, so. No, no. <laughs> not to make that crude joke, sorry. That's not appropriate. <laughs> I don't know who Terry Richardson is, to be honest. What? Sorry. You're a photographer. Only He's, fellow good photographer. No. You know, mm, that, no, that's a fair comment. Okay, hello. I might look him up later. Like, 13-year-old me used to love Terry Richardson because I thought, oh, he's so cool. Look at all those cool <laughs> models he hangs out with. Yeah. He's just so edgy. And then 24-year-old um, me, ugh, I just turned 24, that hurts to say. You're ancient. I am ancient. I'm old. I mean, um, I'm only 23. <laughs> yeah, 24-year-old me looks at Terry Richardson and like, ooh, he's a, he's a predator. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so really it's worry. probably good you don't know who he is. Yeah. Cool. I won't take note of him then. I won't follow him. But isn't that always the thing when you look back on people you admired as creatives when you're yeah. younger and you're it's like, different. <laughs> and, and even that is a hard thing to do. Like whenever I approach like females to be like, Hey, can we shoot together? Mm. Like, there's always in the back of your mind, no matter what you do in the back of your mind, particularly as a dude, like I don't know if it's the same as you as a, as a well, I was gonna say, yeah, what's it like as a guy? Because for me, it's kind of easy. Like yeah, it's, it's not it's, inappropriate. Maybe like, let's you just gotta be careful yeah. how you word it. Yeah. Like, I'm very, very cautious. And like, I'll be like, Hey, like your stuff, mm. but then even that sound it could be like, huh, I liked all your photos. <laughs> like you get that notification of someone liking your photo weeks, from, yeah, 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 from like 2002. You're like, <laughs> um, the worst is when you're looking through people's profile and you accidentally like, oh, like, oh I, dang I have it. a story about that. I'm going to shame you, mum, because you did this let to it, me it, and I've never forgiven her. I had a very, very attractive photography teacher when I was in Melbourne and I um, was it showing my mum. Pardon? It wasn't me, just yeah, to clarify. Just to clarify, guys. Um, and I was showing my mum his Instagram account and this is pre being out of zoom days Ah, and mum tried to zoom in on the photo (laughs) and double clicked we were about 20 weeks back like we were were in deep Uh, and and, um, uh yeah and you know how the notification just goes even when you unclick it i was like oh god what have you done (laughs) i have to see this person again so and just like face to face you're like so let's just pretend that i didn't like a photo never bought it up never looked him in the eye again (laughs) never never worked together again we just totally sorry i left uni no (laughs) yeah moved from melbourne yeah i moved back to to guatemala (laughs) i just completely went around um but yeah it is weird like messaging people because you kind of like you don't want to be creepy but at the same time you kind of need to get the point of what you're there for like you're yeah. kind of like I'm here to ask you if you will model for a shoot for me yeah but that's always just going to sound creepy but then it also is a compliment because it's like but then well, they see your work and they're like okay yeah yeah. And, so, and, that, yeah. and I think that's the way I get around it I'll, I'll always attach my website so people know I'm not just like because you know how you get those bot messages like like for followers or yeah yeah kind of stuff. <laughs> like, I think if you attach a legitimate website and people can look and go oh, actually, yeah. he's, a, he's a real guy yeah for sure kind of puts a bit of uh, confidence in who I am, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah, I think, but it is, yeah. it is weird. It is weird. My issue I have with asking people for shoots is I don't have a budget a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. And it can, I can feel a bit rude sometimes being like, especially like for you, I know you have to spend so much time editing. Yeah. And like we, we work a lot with an amazing makeup artist, Lisa Maguire. Check her out, full-faced makeup. She's also got a really good YouTube channel. You should get her on the podcast. Yes, today. we love her. Um, but I always feel so bad. Yeah. Like, you know, you guys put so much time in and I know everyone else. Like, You're the one that just stands and watches. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. I do feel like that sometimes though. No. Like I've done the like pre-planning and then you're standing there and you're like, just sort of making sure everything yeah. is <laughs> yeah. neat and yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just really in your hands once we get to the shoot. But yeah. True. It's, it, yeah. It, it's hard. Like, cause sometimes, you know, even 
I feel bad sometimes because I kind of the makeup use artists use a physical product. Like I know when they put it on yeah. lipstick, they've lost a percentage of lipstick that they could have used for an actual paying client. Yeah. Whereas to me, like my cameras, I'm just kind of like I have them anyway. It doesn't matter. Like you, yeah, you know, it does use shutters, but yeah, that's <laughs> cameras have lifetimes and whatever. It doesn't matter. That doesn't. That's another story for another time. Yeah. Um, but so how did you how did you get into like fashion in Melbourne and like what was what yeah. was it that made you go I'm gonna be a fashion person? Well, like, when I was like probably nine or ten. I used to always get um, Vogue magazines and I was obsessed with like going through and seeing what was on the runways and yeah. I just, I, f- I think I fell in love with um, editorials because they're always telling stories yeah. and they were so out of this world um, and so I finished high school, had no idea what I wanted to do so yeah. I went to TAFE in Bathurst and I did design there and that's when I got really excited about the whole, like there's so much to do yeah. in design so then um, yeah I got into White House in Melbourne. I went down there and then I interned at Vogue Australia for cool. two weeks. It was cool, but it was like a really big eye-opener for me that okay. it made me realize I didn't actually want to be a stylist. Yeah. I think I, yeah, I like, I love doing it as a hobby, but as a career, it probably wasn't exactly what I wanted to be doing. So I came back mm-hmm. to Bathurst for a little bit and just um, worked and tried to work out what I would do and, and in that time off that was when I probably did my like most creative work yeah. it's probably when I met you actually because we started right. shooting um, you went to for a bit, yeah. yeah yeah been all over the place <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I decided I wanted to do public relations at uni and I feel like I've kind of found my niche now because you know yeah. that is storytelling but I love that I have a bit of a design background because it lets me yeah. think differently than just yeah for sure yeah. and I think I think public relations because I know a lot of people in that obviously mm. studying communications like I think it's a, a good combination of everything because mm. as the PR, it's kind of your job to work with with creatives and with you know the company directly in yeah. different aspects of the whole project. So yeah. I think for you, like from working with you and seeing that stuff, like I think that's a good fit for you. Oh, thank you. Um, I hope so. Yeah, like, I'm graduating. And I think people, yeah, yeah oh, <laughs> too late now. No um, turning back. But I think there's there's like a negative stigma around PR. Everyone's like PR just deal with like when someone dies in the company oh, like, but like I think that's a what little bit think. but I think yeah. also a lot of people think PR oh they just think Roxy like yeah. sweaty Betty yeah, yeah. or um, not to like discredit her like she's a go-getter mm. but I think it's such a broad industry yeah. and yeah. I'm I feel really lucky that I've had a chance to dip my toes in the design world yeah. and in this PR world and I think like because P, like PR and advertising are becoming more and more mm. a joint Thing, oh, yeah, like 100%. comms in general every like especially with the digital world yeah um so yeah. i think having those those skills across both are, are really valuable and yeah. being able to have connections in the yeah. creative industries yeah because we rely on you guys it's all, it's all about who you know 100%. like people talk about oh you got to get degrees and that's all good go for degrees do whatever you want but like yeah the amount of jobs like i still haven't finished my degree and i'm working for companies in sydney sometimes because i know people like, yeah exactly and and even not even knowing someone in the company like i, I work for car sales because one of my friends who's a photographer they went to him and he was booked so he went go try tom and and, and yeah, so yeah i think networking is like the biggest and that was oh, like what my first podcast episode was about like you know don't be afraid to ask people and just network and do things yeah to make those connections because you don't know what it will be later and I think like networking, you honestly learn more from other people than you do from your degree. Yeah, 100%. And like, yeah, because I'm interning at the moment and I feel like I have learned more in the yeah. four weeks I've been there than... Who are you interning with currently? Um, Sefiani, the PR agency in Sydney. Okay. Yeah, cool. they're, they're very lovely, very talented. And <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to be a sponge Is and absorb all of it. Piermont kind of stuff? Is that where they are? No, are they're they? on York Street. 
Oh, so they're okay. right, right in the yeah. CBD. I feel like that's where a lot of it's funny because a lot of advertising agencies are on Piermont and a lot of PR agencies are like are in the center, like George Street around that kind of area. Yeah, yeah, it's scattered funny. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, because I got a friend that works for Weber Shandwick. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, she loves it there, but yeah, it's different. But just <laughs> the center of the Sydney life. Um, it's so different to. <laughs> Because, like, we're country kids. <laughs> yeah. Because you grew up in Bathurst. Hey? I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I like it, but I don't. I don't know. I've never lived in the city yeah. properly. And I could. Like, I know that I could easily live in the city, work, yeah. and, and be happy. But And it was the same as having a conversation with a friend the other day. I was kind of like, I don't want to do that. He was like, how have you been? I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm working for myself, doing this, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I was like, how are you? He's like, yeah, I work till 10 at night. And yeah. $1,000 a week for a one-bedroom kind of thing. And I'm like... I don't want to do that yeah but like the good thing about my job is i work a lot in the city anyway so i can just travel down and yeah you get to travel so much and do different and things yeah and whatever. so i feel like i still live the side of working in the city that i like and mm. want to do but then it's more like it's cost effective to live out here oh god yeah like, yeah so, i don't know it's fun i yeah. could live in sydney yeah i think i'm excited to live in sydney i love yeah. living in melbourne i think once you find your like little village i guess yeah. then it's easier little spot. but i um i do love being like out regional yeah I think. it's it's just different yeah um, and I think now like with this day and age the way things are going is the world's becoming available for people to do that like mm. live out here like you know you can work remotely from people over the states you can it's crazy isn't do it do whatever yeah, yeah. Like, back in my day like mum and back not, in my <laughs> not back in my day <laughs> back in my parents day like my dad like you know they, they grew up just going you go to school you get a job yep. you work 9 to 5 and that's it like working remote for a company overseas just did not exist no. at all Whereas now, like, most people... And how work. cool is that for us that, like, that opens the whole world up? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... it's. I'm excited to see what happens in the future, like, to where it goes. Who knows? Who knows where yeah, you'll be? I turn around weird. for one minute and I come back and Tom's got a bloody podcast going, all these other <laughs> projects. <laughs> Go back from overseas. Like, just, yeah. Can't keep up with you sometimes. People always ask me... I, put the question thing up the other day on Instagram. Like, oh, yeah. Because, you know, like being original is copying other people and just doing Why everything. not? Yeah. <laughs> but I got the same question like six times. It was like, how do you do YouTube podcast photography yeah. like uni? I'm like, well. How do you stay motivated? Because I think that is one of my issues. Yeah. And I know a lot of people I've talked to, I think it might be a creative person problem as well. We go really, really fast, yeah. really fast, get really excited and then sort of crash for a little bit. It, it is hard. Um, yeah. Like, my biggest tip to anyone, like, even people just saying, like, how do you get into photography? How do you start? Like, what's some tips? Is you have to you have to love what you do, but be prepared for it to suck for a solid period of time. Yeah. Like, I've been running my photography, wedding photography business for three years on my own properly, like, mm. officially running it. And for those three years so far, like, I'm only at a point now where things are doing well, where I can let the business run itself and keep bringing in clients and couples yeah. and whatever and focus on other things yeah. so you've got to kind of you've got to to anyone that's wanting to start something like that you've got to be prepared to put in three to three to even five or more years definitely yeah of, of just crap like working for cheap working for crazy hours until you get to the point where people start to recognise you and then you can go from there and build yeah um, but I mean I'm it just depends on who you are personality wise like the, the reason I can do so many different things is I just grew up living off limited sleep like I would all throughout high school I would go to bed at like 2am get up for the bus at 6am and just be fine like, I'd be a horrible human being if I yeah did that. and like yeah. there's just something like that and I think it's just knowing your boundaries like if yeah. you know you need 7 hours sleep make sure you get 7 hours sleep yeah. if I know I can live off 5 hours make sure you get 5 hours and that's it mm. and so I'm one of those people that if I'm bored I do stupid stuff <laughs> So it's best to keep preoccupied. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I could honestly, if I wasn't... Oh, jeez, we've been busted. Damn it. 
I knew I shouldn't have brought you on. <laughs> um, I bring trouble. <laughs> damn. It's just you again. Um, but like, yeah, I could honestly be in like a Mexican prison, like if I wasn't doing, if I wasn't doing constructive things. And I think that's what it is, like, yeah. because I know that if I'm bored, I'll just do stupid stuff and waste time. Like, yeah. think about it too. Everyone has the same twenty four hours in a day. Uh, if you need seven hours of sleep, you allocate seven hours of sleep. So True. you've got what is it like 16, 17 hours? I'm What's that quote? It's like Beyonce has the same amount of hours in a yeah, day. Yeah, hundred percent. I would like to question that quote though, because Beyonce has a team. Sometimes, yeah, but it's hard see, to pull myself together. <laughs> but she, she had, she got to the point. There would have been a point that anyone started when it was just her. Mm. Like, and it just comes down to how much you want it. Um, Agreed. So yeah. the yeah. fact that I, I, I was, I've thought about a podcast for the past four years. And it was only just kind of going, okay, get my butt into gear and actually do it now. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. So I think once you want it bad enough and you actually do it, I think Terry Crews says, uh, he says, if you're late to something three times, you don't want it. So if you're, if, if you're late to meetings or if you're late yeah. to the gym three times, you don't want it enough to pursue it and you'll just fall back behind. I like that. And so, yeah, the more you want it, the more you pursue after it. And so I, I just fill my time because I'm like, okay, I've got 24 hours five of those is for sleep so I've got I've got 19 hours in a day to do stuff and, and you got to allocate time for rest and friends and food and, and yeah. whatever but I'm like I could either be sitting down watching Netflix for four hours if I wanted or I could be doing something constructive that can bring in revenue eventually or you know pursue a passion that I want to do like yeah for sure so yeah I think it's just kind of finding those those niches and that passion just going after it yeah no I, I totally get that I think I'm the kind of personality type that you know, if, if it's a, something I'm not that interested in, I'll get it done and, yeah. like, I'm happy to do it. But if I really love it, mm. you, like, cannot hold me back. Yeah. I will go, go, yeah. go, go, and, that, go. and that's the thing, a big thing with creatives too, we always do the things we want to do first, which then... And then leave the... Yeah, which yeah, then you get to the like, last and you're like, and oh, so what it, am I... Again, it comes <laughs> down to, like, like <laughs> delegating to people and allowing people to do things. Like, I suck at taxes and all that crap, so I do that yeah. with other people or whatever. Like, you kind of... you got to find what other people are good at and let them help you. So same as Beyonce, like, yes, she would have started with her own makeup and hair and whatever, and then she found someone that was better at it, and she went, well, if, if it, and in time again, like, if it took her two hours to do her own hair and makeup, where someone could do it better in an hour, because it's what they yeah. do well. I wasn't ragging on Beyonce, by the way. I don't want the beehive coming after me. The beehive. The bee. <laughs> the bee. No. Her well, and Jay-Z. I love Beyonce. The Carters. What an album. Have you heard that one, the new album with her and Jay-Z? Um, no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> Not a bad album. I really like it. Yeah. Different, very different for the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I like it because it's like a like a duo. Is it as good as her last album? I'm not gonna lie. I don't listen to Beyonce much. See, that's fine. That's fine. So I don't feel as embarrassed now that I've I haven't got, heard I've that nothing, one. <laughs> I've got nothing to kind of compare it to. I feel like I'm terrible at music sometimes. People are like, oh, have you heard this? And yeah, I'm just in my corner listening to the same Taylor Swift album for the <laughs> thirty thousandth time. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I'm twenty-four now, but let me learn. Fifteen. Thank you. <laughs> See, I don't listen to Taylor Swift, but I should. Oh god, that, I shouldn't have brought that up. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I always bring every conversation either back to Cats or Taylor Swift. It happens. Cats. So uh, tell us about cats. Oh my god, let's talk about cats. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> you got five minutes. Go. Um, I have two cats. One's called Louis. One's called Henry. I grew up with Louis. They're like named after like King, King Louis, King Henry. Um. Hey. Yeah. Didn't think about that. I mean, they act like they're kings. I mean, that would make you sound more sophisticated if you told people. Yes, that. they're actually royal. <laughs> I mean, if you just go like, yeah, I got a cat, Louis and Henry. But if you're like, I've named my cats after King Louis and King Henry the Third. Well, they act like they're royalty, so wouldn't surprise me. But um, yeah, Henry is the love of my life. He's my child. Louis is my brother because I grew up with him. Yeah, sorry, Ryan, my boyfriend. He knows that. I say that over and over again. Cats before, I don't know, I get up. I was like, nothing to define a male rhymes with cat. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, yeah. We, we can get off that topic. Cause yeah. Okay. I'll talk for days. Cool. Yeah. If you want to see your cats, just go follow Instagram. You'll see them. Yes. I actually posted <laughs> a very cute photo of Henry last night. So. I did see that. And I don't think I liked it because I was like, that's ah, a cat. I just scrolled. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. So obviously you're a cat person, not a dog person. Oh, no. I, I love all animals. Okay. I love dogs. If you had to pick cats or dogs. Um, cats. Yeah. <sighs> see, I'm the opposite. But I grew up with them, so... See, I grew up with cats because we didn't have, like, side fences in our first house. We couldn't have a dog because it would just uh, disappear. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not what yeah, you want as no, a kid. No. I got a dog! It's gone. <laughs> and, but I've just always enjoyed dogs. But I, I also hate little dogs. Not hates, but... Rat dogs. Yeah, they're just annoying. Yeah. Like, they're at your feet. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, I just want to kick you and you will fly. Like, like big dogs are just... Bad. My sister has a German Shepherd who is just the most lovable goofball on earth. Yeah. You think German Shepherds and you think... They're going to be, like, police-grade smart. Yeah. Ziggy can't fetch, so <laughs> that's, that's about his. Uh, it's so funny. So uh, there was, like, a month at the study. Like, I went and had a bonfire with some friends. Yeah. And I'd met his dog before, and his dog, I, like, I reached out my hand and pat it, and the dog went straight for my hand, like, just went straight for me. Another friend's dog, a couple of weeks later, like, went for me as well. Like, it was just this month where dogs didn't like me, right? What did you do? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. And then I met with one of my couples, uh, who were like, hey, we have, we've got an engagement shoot. Uh, some, can we bring our dogs? So like, like, no. <laughs> like, cool, no worries. And then I found out that he's in the canine unit in the Hunter Valley with dogs. So, like, when they mean bring their dogs, they're bringing one that's a retired canine unit dog and one that's still an active canine unit dog. Good Lord. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, if there's any dog that's going to attack me, it's going to be one of these ones. And if it's going to get me, it's actually going to get me and I'm going to die. Like, I was terrified, but it was perfectly fine. Like, but I was actually so amazed at how well trained they were. Like, yeah. And he was saying to me too that like the dog knows as soon as the dog puts the vest on, the dog's like, I'm at work, like focus. <laughs> I like, love that. It's legit. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and then as soon as the dog's got no vest on, you could look at it and be like, it's just a... As soon as he takes his vest off, he's cracking a cold yeah. one on Friday. And- <laughs> <laughs> just a cold one of uh, Frisky's. Yeah. <laughs> Frisky's dog food. <laughs> cold dog food? Is it cold? I don't know. But, but yeah, just like the amount of like attention and, re- and training those dogs had. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of cool like, that you can train dogs to do that i know they're so smart oh dogs love cool. them they're dogs so pure cool. as well i just love yeah. dogs i do like dogs man's best friend i mean I <laughs> how did we get on this dogs. topic <laughs> we're talking about your cats and your lonely old cat lady life uh, it kind of is yeah yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. that's right i'm okay with that <laughs> that's cool you have to accept your truth in life and that's yeah. mine yeah yeah, yeah. Right. so what's next with you and uh, fashion stuff are you still going to pursue that or when you graduate you're going to full time PR or what's the plan well I'd really love to get a job when I graduate that would mm-hmm. be a win in my books <laughs> CSU graduation rates are they're pretty high I, I think 85% was the figure I saw the other day it's always 10% lower oh alright thanks no there's Just... a saying it's like if, if someone says like I've got like a, a 45% success rate then it's always the inverse of what they're actually saying oh. so like I've got a 45% success rate with women and it's like well it's actually the 35 35 I can't do math. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like it's always the inverse. So if CSU say they have an 85% success rate, it's actually like 25%. Well, I'm going to be the 25%. (laughs) (laughs) No, CSU is actually good. I do like all my friends that graduated are like, yeah, I got a job. I'm like, sweet. Okay, it's actually legit. Yeah. um, But no, um, no, I'm really keen to start getting back into a bit more of um, the styling creative space. But I think for a long time, my issue with, um, because I have Lola Design Blog, that was my website. Mm -hmm. And I really loved that. But I think in my head, I've always wanted it to look one way that I think fits a, a mold, if that makes sense. Because I started it when I was quite young. I was mm. 19. And then it's sort of, it's fallen. Like I've, I've had waves with it where I'm really into yeah. it. And I think when I'm really into it, it's when I'm doing projects that don't have to match anything. It don't have to look yeah. a certain way. 
they're just what I'm interested in at the time. So sure. that's my goal for the, the future is just, okay. if I'm interested in something, just go for it. Just yeah. do it. Just have fun with. Just pursue whatever you want. Yeah. And that makes it easier. Like it makes your job more enjoyable if you're doing what you want. Yeah, like. for sure. And I don't ever look at it as a job for me. Like it's a hobby. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. No, no. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it was a job, that'd be awesome. But yeah. I don't, when I take the pressure off it trying to be mm-hmm. something perfect, it then gets really fun. Yeah. And that's when I like working with, with you and other like yeah. models and makeup artists we have. Just yeah. Well, doing just some, yeah. hanging out and having fun. It's easier. Yeah. And coming up with new ideas and mm. yeah. I think like the best, I love that. Like, you know, you'd know Casey Neistat or know of Casey Neistat. Um, yes. He's a huge, basically like he, he invented vlogging on YouTube and, oh, and okay. made it huge and, and huge account and, and big filmmaker and grew up, got this cool story. And, and what he did, he had this, he had this huge budget for Nike to create like an online content um, ad for them or whatever mm-hmm. and kept pushing the deadline back because he just didn't have anything, didn't have anything. And then him and his, I think his brother or his business partner that were working on the project together blew the whole budget on traveling around the world. Like Blue Nike's budget came back, made the film like that. So they just wore Nike in every shot kind of thing. And, oh, and, wow. And it was a brilliant story. Well done. But yeah, he said the, the ideas and the best content came and we were just kind of like, let's just have fun and then make it work. Yeah, for rather sure. Because it's so easy, particularly when you get like a brief from a client, like you would know it's done you get a brief and you're going to yeah. meet this kind of criteria and you just, you get, you're immediately putting yourself in a box. Yeah. Whereas I think what I like to do when I get a brief from people is kind of like, okay, I'll read it and, and understand it and then I won't look at it for like a week and just kind of come up with all these crazy wild ideas. Oh, 100%. And then from there kind of go, okay, this idea fits with that, it kind of works, I can work those two in together and then you mold it around that so that you're not kind of limiting yourself to the, the brief box that you've been given. Mm. If you can come up with wild ideas and make that fit to the brief. Amazing. It's amazing, yeah, because people are going to enjoy something that is more of a crazy idea than fits you know the standard idea yeah we actually i was really lucky at my internship there was some creative training a guy mm. from america came over he was amazing and that was one of the things he was saying was you yeah. can create this spectrum for clients of okay these are the basic ideas yeah. and then the whole other side of it like yeah. almost like a fuel gauge yeah you swing to the other side these are ideas that can get us arrested where do you want to sit like, yeah yeah that's awesome because yeah and that. if you can be coming up with a whole spectrum of ideas mm. it just opens up your creativity and yeah yeah. yeah, and and you'll find like quite often I've met with clients and whatever, and and done the same kind of thing. Put ideas to them and kind of say, okay, here's this idea, here's this idea, here's this idea. Pitched it to them, and they've actually gone. These are the ones that what we wanted, mm. but this is actually what we want to do now. Because like reality is in the nicest way possible, particularly when it comes to photography and filmmaking and stuff like that. Clients are dumb. Like, they don't they don't know what they want. No, hundred percent. People they'll, don't they'll always tell know what they you want. What they yeah. want, but then you can see and you go. That's not what you want. That's what you think I, you want. It's what they want in their head, but it might not be what they need yeah, for their goal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so you can pitch them exactly what they want, and they'll look at that and they'll go, "That's crap." And so then you've got to. And the worst, the worst one is, is when you you come up with your best idea first, and you're like, "Crap, now I've got to kind of fill this out because I can't <laughs> pitch my best idea first. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's what, this kind of work is. You got to get the brief and you got to interpret what they want, but then actually know what they really want. Yeah. And kind of find that middle ground between your wild, crazy idea, what they say they want, and then in the middle is what actually will work and what people want and will be good. 100%. And that's yeah. just always the fun part of it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, damn it, how do I do this? <laughs> but I don't know, it's just a different kind of leverage thing. Um, so your Lola Design blog is yeah. what you branded everything by. Where'd that come from? Uh, um, so Lola yeah. started, was actually my first car. 
Um, I was because like your name's Emma. Like I can't even get Lola out no. of Emma if you like read. Everyone's always like, "What? What does Lola mean?" <laughs> I'm like, oh. I had a Corolla called Lola. <laughs> And Lola the Corolla. I, I loved like it. her. No, it actually started as well because I originally wanted it to be, I was like obsessed with lingerie and lingerie design. And so we were trying to think like love of lingerie, lo, 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 lo. Lola, that's oh, yeah. where it came. But okay. really it's named after the car, which is not that inspiring, yeah. but hey, whatever and I think works. I've just always liked the name Lola and it was kind of like a yeah. different character, I guess. You're going to name your first daughter Lola? Nah. Have three doors and like name Lola, design and block. <laughs> and then everyone will be like, you're a freak. <laughs> That's cool. I like people's stories of where they get names from. Like people always ask me, like where Light City Cave come from. I'm like, I used to play with a band and we had a song called Light City and it was fun. <laughs> oh, is that where it came from? <laughs> uh, yes and no. Like that's part of where it came from. But uh, also growing up in church, there's a Bible verse. It's like um, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Oh, I like um, that. Like a lighthouse or something. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, I like that. So for me, that came from that aspect of wanting to stand out and not yep. just blend in and because when I started the wedding photography business at the same time everyone was just going by your Tom Dwyer photography or your yep. name photography yep. I, like, ah, I don't want to do that and so I think I just kind of went alright let's find something different yep. that stands out and then so that was I kind of read that verse I was like cool something stands out but then yeah I played with the band and it was just a fun song like it was a, it was a fast song and I was just like I remember playing it and like I love this song <laughs> and I was like hey guys I'm totally stealing like, they never released a song it was like one we played live yeah. or whatever. and I was like I'm stealing this. Mine now. Sorry, mine now. Bye. No. All mine. Um, yeah, people's names are funny. Like, and I was having this conversation with someone else earlier about like business branding names. And there's a guy that was at a Toronto branding thing when I was in Canada, and his whole company is called the Daily News Project. And when you think about that, you're kind of like, oh, it must be a newspaper or a media outlet or something like that. And it's just a design fashion. Blender. That's cool. Yeah, and, like, I like the the concept of like things almost have nothing to do with what you actually do yeah and like same as like How I Met Mother do you watch that show? How I Met Mother? yeah I mean not like episode by episode but I've watched it you need to I know yeah. it's and, on the list and then yeah. there's the, the episode where they're like we should start a bar and he's like we should name it Puzzles he's like why? he's like because that's the puzzle why did they name it Puzzles? because <laughs> it's the puzzle <laughs> I'm like that's brilliant uh, <laughs> so I'm going to start another business and name it Puzzles love it yeah um, but yeah just like names can have meaning and that's cool they can just kind of come from nowhere and it doesn't matter like I think yeah. as long as you can represent a strong brand behind it that's all that matters for sure yeah Which is fun. like I was saying to you earlier I think the Lola brand I guess I can call it for me yeah, it is a brand yeah, yeah has just changed so much because yeah. yeah I was what 20 19, 20 so we're like five yeah. years of sort of carrying this idea yeah. um, and now I'm at a different stage where yeah who knows what it's going to look like in yeah. another five years. And that's, but. that's the point when most people, like from working in design and branding and, and whatever, like most people start to think about a rebrand or a, a, a refinement of brand. Yeah. Because, you know, it takes five years or three or five years for you to get any kind of recognition and people to actually recognize the name. Mm. And then... <laughs> Which I do not have. <laughs> <laughs> and then from that is when you can kind of go, okay, people know us now, people will come to us. If we start to shift things, they'll still accept it. As long as you don't yeah. kind of go crazy left field like if you went from like Lola Design to like I don't know the Golf Network <laughs> that has zero thing in common people are going to be like what the, the hell the Golf Network um, I like that <laughs> but then you could yeah if you kept it in the same kind of obviously like the design or whatever like yeah. people are going to understand it and, and follow with you on the journey because you've, once you've got that five years you've got that followership and that that core group of people that will just follow you wherever and that's all you need. Thanks, guys. <laughs> the loyalists. <laughs> um, and then you've got the rest of them that just kind of tag along anyway. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so five years is when people start to rebrand. Like, I I 
rebranded things around my business like logo wise but I've just kept the name the whole time yeah, yeah. but you're doing your um, you've got Light City and now you're focusing on Tom Dwyer projects yeah, now yeah so. and so you know same thing like technically it's been five years that the business has been in the making like it's been three years officially kind of thing it's such a journey um, isn't it yeah With anything it just yeah. takes time and so now I've just got to the point where I've just needed to refine things I think too because like the main reason I did it is because as a photographer particularly and you know too with like design and fashion like your your feed needs to be like yeah. on point like it's <laughs> just gonna be consecutive and so it got I felt like myself looking at it I got really confused when people would be like oh it's like oh wedding photo wedding photo wedding photo uh, product photography yeah. Like, yeah why is that in there kind of thing and I didn't want my brides to kind of be like oh he doesn't do weddings he's now doing just products or whatever. exactly so yeah I wanted to have you know, so I've separated so that Light City is wedding and photography, so people kind of go, okay, that's what that does. And then Tom DeWire is, you know, fashion models, all that kind of stuff, different things. Fashion so, models, that's just Tom, yeah. Yeah, you know, I basically just have a, a, a plethora of attractive friends that I work with. No. It's just, that's all his Instagram is, it's just women <laughs> hanging off him, yeah. Uh, call me Dan Balterian, that's what it Please is. Please, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know any, any, I don't actually know any attractive women at all, man. It's just a lie. <laughs> There's the stab. That knife went um, really deep into my stomach. Just yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, goodness. Um, so is there anything next with, with Lola? Like, are you going to go down the rebrand road? Are you going to... I think so. It's in... It's, yeah. Yeah, that's on the cards at the moment. Cool. Just trying to work out what my interests are at the moment and yeah. um, what they can look like. I know really content good guy wise. for that. Uh, you can find it at tomdewire.com. No. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> you suck right into that too. Like, oh, I was really? like, yeah, <laughs> too. I'll grab his email yeah. after. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just send him a text. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's cool. That's exciting. I think because, yeah, you know, you, your passions change. Yeah, totally. And your interests change. But I think things that have always been really um, <laughs> key for me, like themes in my mm-hmm. design style, I guess. Like I'm very yeah. nostalgic and I've always loved pop culture and yeah. um, I freaking love food <laughs> and so i just want to work out i don't a way want to, to say i can tell because that just sounds like a total insult to you but i can tell because you told me the other day you're like yeah i'm always, gonna have a bacon egg roll <laughs> yeah always talking about food that's yeah. how i got here like today tom's yeah. like there's bacon and egg rolls downstairs yeah and it's the worst when you when you work upstairs and you can just smell them cooking i know when i walked in i was like oh good lord <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it's just i don't know working out a way that all my interests yeah put them all together and see what happens yeah that's cool i think it's good to be well-rounded and well-diverse too like it shapes who you are and what you represent like you know i studied graphic not studied i did graphic design for work experience was mm. like this is fun and then i part of that was designing not designing but put, putting together maps like joining maps oh yeah like the, the big printout maps you get is actually made up of like six thousand little yep. images and, and i was like doing that in year nine i was like this sucks <laughs> so i just stopped any kind of career that i was going to pursue with design after that and then now I've kind of come back into that a little bit, yeah. but you know, it's things like that that shape you. To oh, hundred percent. So like I having, think that you have to try them too, because they just yeah. build on your skill set. Yeah. You don't have to be an expert in it, but just yeah. having an understanding of it. Yeah. hundred percent. And so, you, you know, if you were to start a, a, like an agency and people were like, oh, you know, what do you do? I'm like, well, this is my strong thing. So I do really <laughs> well, but I also dabble in this a little bit. So people kind of go, okay, he's got a fair spectrum or, you know, they can work yeah. on a lot of things there, which kind of makes you more fit to any kind of role as opposed mm. to um you know i feel like if i was to just go to an agency like an advertising agency in sydney that would happily employ me having not graduated uni because i feel like they'd be like okay yes he studied most of uni but then he's done 
three years of experience of running his own business, dealing with clients, interacting yeah. with clients. Because I think so much of what you learn at uni, having worked in the world that I was studying, you don't actually do a lot of what they say you will in uni. No, and like I think the, in uni they set you up to be like the executive role, not, yeah, not to be yeah. entry level. And like yeah. you've got to be willing. I think maybe – I know like we've talked about this before – you got to put in the hard slogs yeah. and being willing to do the crappy jobs to to work the long hours and to you know have a mixed skill set and keep learning like never yeah. stop learning yeah that's you don't like you get you're taught that a little bit in uni but just being willing i think is yeah. like the, a better yeah. skill than having a degree sometimes yeah. like and good you, attitude uni will yeah. tell you from the textbook that you need to fill out this kind of form in this way and that's yeah. how you deal with clients when i think in reality what i've learned is it's just up to you and the client to sit about it like if, if your client is happy, so, like, you would have heard of WIPs, like, working progress reports. Like, I am doing them at the moment. Yeah. Not major work. Yeah. yeah like, I, I learn about that, but any media or design or advertising agency I've ever worked in, we never did a WIP. But it was a less formal version. Yeah, you 100%. Would just, yeah, you would just contact the client and be like, hey, this is where we're at, this is what we're thinking, what are your thoughts? Kind yeah. Of interact that way. And so I think kids come out of university and go, oh, man, I know how to do this this way, this way, and then the agencies or whatever have to reteach them a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and just like not not bang that out of them but be kind of like this is what you learn yes you use parts of that but it's more this way and every different agency business does things differently yeah, so yeah. and so I feel like I could go to an yeah. agency and they'd be like okay yeah he didn't graduate but he's learned and he's been in the, the field and the industry for a period of time we'd rather put him is on. this a job interview for yeah. you yeah <laughs> but he like yeah he doesn't have to no I agree re be taught everything re be taught be re taught yeah yeah. Is that accurate? People are good. People are good. <laughs> you get the idea. And yeah, I don't know. I just feel like people put so much stress on that stuff, but reality is you can work around it. Yeah, um, like for sure. There's a thousand different paths you can take to get to one place. I totally agree with that. I think like we get it fed into us in high school that we have to be yeah on a certain path to achieve success. And um, Some guy put out a film about success recently. Oh, yeah. I think it's um, Tom Dwyer. <laughs> oh, what a dude. No. There is so much shameless self-promotion <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Why else do you think I started a podcast? <laughs> no, but I totally agree with your YouTube video you made about success. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, you got to be willing to ask. Yeah. And, and success is different for everyone. That's why I did it too. Like, yeah. You know, success, like I said in the video, like success for an alcoholic is going one day without a drink. Mm. Um, whereas success for me is booking how many weddings I want a year yeah. or booking how many clients I want or locking in a six month contract Agreed. or whatever. Like, and I, I think that's something I have to try and like every day I'm trying to get better at that is yeah. your success doesn't have to look like what other people's yeah, looks like. And for me, just doing a shoot with friends and it comes out beautiful. Yeah. It makes me feel incredibly successful. It's mm. not about how many likes it yeah. gets or how many followers you have. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, you just got to define yeah. success your own way. Because you'll never, and like, you know, yes, Elon Musk is successful and yes, uh, Steve Jobs was successful, but there will never be another Steve Jobs. Yeah, for like, sure. No matter if, if there's another company called Pear that starts and, <laughs> and develops that. computers and iPhones or whatever, yeah, like yeah. patent pending, no? <laughs> uh, and, and starts all that, but it's never going to be exactly the same as Steve Jobs. Like, success is something people strive for or reach for, but it's different for everyone. And that's just, yeah, for sure. You, know, you reach for it and you get to the point where you kind of go, okay, I found success, cool. And it's yeah. not what I thought it looked like. Or and feel like. Not, yeah, 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 and it's not what Steve Jobs' success looked like, yeah. but it's my success. And, yeah. you know, you've got to be able to celebrate that as well. Like, it's different. Rather than people getting to a point where they reach success and go, oh, man, I don't own Apple like Steve Jobs or whatever, like, yeah. and get down about it. 
And I think we're really a society of that. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. We are such a comparison society, particularly with you know Instagram, Facebook, social media, like oh, based off likes. Like, don't get me started on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I look at like gym bodies and I'm like, oh my gosh, why don't I have that? I'm like, well, it's because I like food. It's, let's be real. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll be like, you know what? We can do this. Yeah. Let's become a Fitzbo yeah. chick. I'm going to count their macros. And then the next day. I mean, it's not like you don't have access to a quality gym. <laughs> My parents own a gym. <laughs> Just saying. I do work out there, <laughs> but I also really like burritos. So we should start like burrito workouts. You eat a burrito while working out. Oh, that could end really badly though. It's like, uh, do you watch Kevin Hart's What the Fit? Have you ever seen that on YouTube? No, but I should. Funny. It's like it's like Kevin Hart's TV series on yeah, YouTube yeah. where he. he goes with celebrities or athletes and works out with them and just talks and he does one where he goes with Chance the Rapper to beer yoga so they do yoga while drinking beers but the problem is what they do is they have a few drinks beforehand oh I no think, I think they do two shots <laughs> and so you've got to do like these yoga poses while like holding the beer that'd and be then, so hard and I'm pretty sure Kevin Hart spills it everywhere and he makes a real fool of himself and Chance the Rapper's just like ah oh, damn <laughs> why did I do this show it's so funny like, yoga's you. actually my new love that's okay yeah is that just like through F45 with your parents or just separate? No, I, um, I have a really bad back. So okay. I, and I have incredibly high stress levels from being in my final year of uni. So I was like, I need yeah, to <laughs> get some self-love club release, going on here. Release yeah, release the, the stress and yeah. yeah, a little bit of namaste. It's great. <laughs> namaste. <laughs> I, I like, I like yoga. I'm just not a flexible person, but I feel like yoga, if I'd started it, would increase that. Maybe? Yeah, I'm not flexible either. That's why I do at home videos. Yeah. I don't know. This sounds really weird, but just in the last month doing yoga, I feel like your mind is a bit more clear. This sounds so hippie. Yeah. There, there is no marijuana in the room. <laughs> just clarifying <laughs> that for the people listening. But like you get so clouded all the time and we get yeah. so bogged down in having to do the day to day. And when you stop and take a moment to actually breathe, yeah. I feel like that is so important when yeah. you. And see, that comes in different ways for everyone. Like for me, like I do go to the gym and I work out and that's, my chance to like I will just put on I, and like I will throw I'll put on heavy hardcore screamer music <laughs> like, like the day I forget my headphones to the gym and I have to listen to the oh, crap at the gym like, getting my headphones if I'm yeah, in the gym yeah, yeah. he's like what have I done um, but that's for the best me, part like, of F45 yeah, because there's always music yeah yeah but see I don't even some of that's like, I don't know I, I, I like the real like screamer like, screamer yeah, yeah. stuff and I'm like I will get angry and I'll just smash out and, and that'll clear my head enough for me like yeah. but for me when I sit in silence and do yoga or something like that, that's when I start to think too many times, which is fair, weird. Very fair. <laughs> um, I can't really meditate because I just yeah, start thinking there. about everything I have to do. Like, <laughs> have I been going for 10 minutes or 15? You look down, it's like 13 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Like, I mean, I could be eating breakfast now. And then you're like, oh, what could I have for breakfast? I could have bacon and egg. Okay. <laughs> Mine just trails, trails, trails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you come back and you're like, where did we get to here? <laughs> like, what happened? Uh, I'm actually about to start a, a not a series, but a, a, a video project. I guess you could call it. There'll, mm-hmm. there'll be a video on my YouTube channel um, where I'm going to try different different successful people or famous people their morning routines. Love. So I'm going to do like a week or two weeks for each person. Yeah. So I know it's going to suck because some of them will be like get up at 4 a.m. And like I normally go to bed at like 3 a.m. and get up at like 7 a.m. So like, that's fine. But getting up at like 4 a.m. is like... That's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but that's I think, a cool, cool experiment. Yeah, it's going to be different and it'll be cool to see what actually works and then even from that, like devise my own morning routine. Mm. Like my morning routine is currently get up because my house is so freaking cold. Oh, it feels... Turn the heater on, go to a warm shower, come out to a heater and then, you know, like I'll, I'll 
do record. But I have started, what I was really bad at was getting up and just checking social media straight away. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you'd be the same on Instagram, I guess, would imagine. And so I, I made a conscious effort of not touching my phone for the first hour of getting up, other than to put music on and stop the alarm. I need to do that. But even Siri's great. You can just be like, hey, Siri, play this in the music and, and she'll play it. No, shut up, Siri. Shut oh, up. God, no, she just beat <laughs> up. <laughs> um, oh, God, that's spooky. She's always listening. She is. She is. Um, but, yeah, just, like, try a whole bunch of different morning routines and see whether they're actually effective like yeah. see if I actually wake up and go actually I feel like this past week has been super productive because I've gotten up earlier I felt ready to go oh definitely I'm like if, if I can sleep right until I have to leave the house I'll do it but <laughs> yeah. if I get up earlier and actually start moving around yeah. so then that's I'm a much nicer like, human being <laughs> yeah, I used to be like that and then I was kind of like nah I need to it's not working for you the, yeah. whole, the whole reason I have this office space is because getting up and going to work that's two feet away from your bed you're like well this sucks yeah <laughs> whereas actually physically getting up and going to the office makes yep. a big difference just productivity you're in a space once you get here you go okay I'm here to work yep for I'm sure for this many hours and whatever like I don't know I just found it was more productive so that's kind of where the idea came from going okay let's try people's morning routines and see if it does make a difference or not what's the craziest morning routine you've found so far uh Tim Ferriss has a not a not a weird one but there's just a lot of very precise things he does into it. So yeah. he, he gets up and he will do yoga um, for however long or meditate, whatever it is. Um, the one I'm not looking forward to with his is he has a cold shower every day. <gasps> I'm like, cold shower is cool, but when you live in orange and it's like five yeah. degrees in the morning, cold shower, like any shower is a cold shower. Five really. degrees in the morning is generous for orange. It is True. freezing. True, valid point, valid yeah. point. Um, so he's, but then he's got like a specific tea he drinks while he journals or stuff like that. Like, oh God, I... It's going to be interesting because be there's, there's yeah. different things that I've never done. Like, I never journaled. I went on a trip to Fiji with my school, like a mission trip, and we got given a time during the week, and everyone was like, okay, now's the time to sit down for two hours. Everyone will just journal and relax. And, like, I don't sit still well. Like, yes, I've, I know I've that. I've been yeah, moving, like, six times in this podcast. So much. <laughs> um, and everyone else sat down and journal. I built a house of cards because I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm like, I'm buzzing around, like, doing my own thing. Like, yeah. So to actually physically sit down and journal for half an hour is going to be real yeah I've been trying to do a gratitude journal okay and um they're actually like gotta stop with the hippie suggestions here but (laughs) it's actually kind of interesting like having to like digest what's happening a day and put it into words is like yeah and what you're grateful for each day yeah because it's easy to be like ugh I have to get up and go to work I have to do this I have to do that yeah there'll be one that'll have that kind of journal in it I'm really excited to see this series yeah Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what'll happen with it yeah yeah, I think what I'll do in the end is I'll pull like my favorite parts out of a whole bunch of different ones, um, and, and make one. Yeah, I'm not excited. I think I'm gonna. I might try the Terry Crews one. I'm pretty sure he works out for two hours. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> so, I mean, look oh, at him. <laughs> yeah. So like in like six months' time, if you see me again, I could just be jacked. <laughs> love it. Every time I hear Terry Crews, I just think Terry loves yogurt. Like <laughs> <laughs> Terry loves yogurt. Uh, he's like, I would love to get Terry Crews on a podcast because I love his story. <laughs> Aim high. Like, Aim high, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, um, I don't know if you listen to the Grand Up podcast by Matt Diabella. Cool dude, but he's running this thing there. He's like the rock is his idol. Yeah. And so he started a website and a hashtag throughout his podcast to get the rock on Love his it. podcast. Love it, yeah. To the point where on the website, people can go to the website and click tweet at the rock and it'll automatically send a, a differently generated tweet on the rock's wall from you saying get on the Matt's podcast oh my that is genius <laughs> yeah really clever yeah. funny yeah and I'm like but yeah having people like Terry Crews I love his story I don't know if you know his full story I do a little bit yeah, but yeah he's got a crazy story like I love it like he's a dude that's jacked up but he owns a furniture line he's, like, I just love him <laughs> yeah. yeah cool dude so so is he your dream I, person you'd want to podcast with yes 
I'd say yes. If you could like, be on any podcast, whose podcast would you be on? If I could be on a podcast, I'd have someone on my podcast. Well, no, you said Terry Crews is your dream one for here. Yeah, so Terry Crews would be my... If I could be on anyone's podcast, um, I might... Yeah, I probably would go the Matt, Matt Diavella's The Grown Up Show, just because it's similar to this. Mm. Um, but he's a cool... Uh, he's a filmmaker. He filmed The Minimalist documentary and directed that. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I sound really uncultured on this. <laughs> no, it's, but it's because I'm like a, I'm like a filmmaker. Yeah. Well, so and I like, spend most of my time reading true crime and watching Netflix. That's the problem. <laughs> Oops. Do you find you're like on edge around life now because you're like... Oh, yes. I <laughs> <laughs> have a friend who does the same. She listens to conspiracy podcasts and true crime. And the other week she texted me because she was like... My housemates are all away. I heard noises. Am I going to die? I'm like... My parents left me for three weeks to fend for myself. And yeah, my cats were just like making noises in the night. I was like, it's either a cat or it's a murderer. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah, I'm going to die. It. This is how it ends. That's, no. You should just start a podcast of your, like, your nightly thoughts. And be like, this is it the is life and times of Emma Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> this is found. Please know that it was... <laughs> someone else broke into the house. <laughs> oh wait, it's just King Louie. Uh, no, no, it was Louie. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I am... Um, that's how I got into podcasts was okay. true crime. It just doesn't interest me. I don't know why. At all. I think it's more of a female thing just to yeah. generalize here, but. Yeah. I don't know. I, the podcast I listen to are just like entrepreneurs, creatives. Um, yeah. Just cool kind of brain. Like, cause the reason I like podcasts and why I want to start one is like, I could never ever sit down and have a conversation with someone like Gary Vaynerchuk face to face. Yeah. Like I can, but it's a lot harder. But if I can listen to a podcast episode that he's on, that's a step closer to oh, for sure. knowing more about it kind of thing yeah and I think like it's almost like you just have a conversation and you get to absorb all this random knowledge yeah. that you would never get like, you can I, answer uh, back if you want no one's going to judge exactly <laughs> I'm obsessed at the moment with um, Getting Curious with Jonathan from okay. Queer Eye so each yeah. week he's got have you watched Queer Eye? no oh my god that's what we're doing after this <laughs> crap uh, someone come do another podcast please yeah. help me <laughs> No, it's amazing. But he is so smart and brings on each week someone from just different, yeah, all different industries, ideas, and gets them to explain it to him so that he can, because he's curious about it. Okay. And so I feel like I've learned, so I've learned about Chinese medicine, different countries. It's very, yeah. very interesting. But um, yeah, personal favorite is my favorite matter. Yeah. Yeah. To the point. I was going to say, would you get that tattooed? <laughs> yeah. I got that tattooed on me. Yeah. Nice. What's your, what's your, so if, if someone came to you and said, hey, look, you and I are going to get tattoos now. I'm paying for it. Get whatever you want what would you go straight away? Like what's your, do you have like a default that is just a tattoo you would get if you had no time to think about it? Um, I have the next tattoo I want to get. So you just go that, what's that? Yeah, because I'm trying to, well, that is a little willy wagtail, the bird. <laughs> Sorry, the, the pause, like a little willy wagtail. A little willy, no. <laughs> I, was, I was like, legit, please tell me you're going to get a willy tattooed on you. <laughs> no, have you you've seen the birds? The, yeah, 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 the cute tails. Yeah, because um, when my grandma passed away, we started seeing Willy Wagtails everywhere. I'm just going to have to say Willy Wagtail really quickly yeah. so that I don't get that awkward pause again. Um, so, yeah, we just kind Do of you know associate. The actual meaning behind that? About the bird? Willy Wagtails and death, yeah. In, so, I did a, an Indigenous wedding, uh, and I'm sorry if I butchered like, this kind of story and the culture behind it, but uh, he talked about how. So, his grandfather, who was the elder of their tribe, gave a speech and, whatever, and just the whole room was in tears. It was incredible. But talk about how he lost his parents, the groom lost his parents at a young age. And in them, Willy Wagtail is a, I'm pretty sure it's a resemblance of someone that has passed. And so... I think I've heard... Th- yeah, yeah, like, yeah. On the morning of the wedding, they saw two Willy Wagtails and to them they were like... It's spooky because yeah, honestly, whenever I'm having a bad day or something big happens, mm. like when I... So I originally booked an appointment with an artist to get the tattoo sketched yeah. up. 
And um, I got off the phone and I looked up and on my car was a Willy Wagtail. That's cool. And I was like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> I know what this is anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. spooky. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, that, that would be my next one. Yeah. But um, yeah, if I, I don't know, what would be your one if someone would pay for it? I th- oh, if someone paid for it, I'd kind of just want to go something massive just and be like, hold sleep. Six grand yeah. later. <laughs> no, I think my, my go-to like default is, um, as corny as it sounds, like um, the slogan for business, take a risk, create a dream. I'd get that. Just Love because that, I, yeah. I, it's because I. Did you come up with that? Yeah, like yeah. that's the reason it's a slogan for me because I try and do that. Like, you know, it was not comfortable for me to start a business at the age of like eighteen. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, literally a huge risk, and it, and it's what I wanted to do. So like, it's how I actually try and live my life. Yeah. Um, and I was never growing up like I've, I've been obsessed with tattoos. Like I used to design tattoos for people mm. and, and would draw all up my arm in school when the teachers would get at me and whatever, and <laughs> just been obsessed with them. I'm surprised I'm not covered in more. Um, and I, they're very I, expensive yeah that's true I always hated people that just had little mismatched tattoos and didn't make any sense like I was I'm, I'm a fan of if you have a sleeve it's like a story yeah, yeah. And it fits together it's one piece kind of thing and then kind of as I've grown up a bit I've kind of been like I like the fact that people's tattoos like can be disjointed and, and but actually have a separate meaning and whatever so see like, I like that I, yeah. um, I like that you can point at different things and have yeah. a story behind each yeah. one of them so yeah. like I would tell like all my tattoos have a story and whatever but like could totally yeah just get something like take a risk of a dream and whatever and, and to me I know that means something whereas I'm like what like, yeah I get it. so that's like <laughs> just my... get um live laugh love yeah too corny. <laughs> too corny I hate corny tattoos but um, yeah I'll get more that's I got one in Quebec that was hilarious how many do you have now uh four okay um, um leg ribs yeah um yeah. ribs hurt I didn't find it that bad. I think because I expected it to hurt a lot more. True, actually. I was expecting to be in tears. Yeah. Well, but, um, I wasn't going to cry, but but I expected it to hurt. And then when... It's okay to cry, Tom. And when it happened, <laughs> I was kind of like, actually, it's not bad as I thought. But yeah. it was awkward because I was in Quebec in Canada. Yeah. And they speak predominantly French. So I'm sitting with this student that speaks pretty much only French for like an hour. Oh, no. And he's tattooing my ribs and I'm like, hey. He's like, bonjour. <laughs> and I'm like... Cool. <laughs> just sitting there in like silence for like an hour. Thank goodness, that, like he did speak English, so it was okay. Like he could tattoo the right thing. Like I don't have a bad tattoo. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of like okay, this is awkward <laughs> for just an hour of silence. Um, I don't. Know. I want. There's artists, tattoo artists. I want to interview on podcast people that have done some of my tattoos and people. Oh, I, I think they're amazing. Just, I want it. Yeah. There's there's a chick I've always wanted to get tattooed by, and she posted just before this. I don't know if you saw me make her face. She was like, "I have time in Sydney today." I was like, "Yes," oh, <laughs> because she's always booked out flat out. Like, oh, and have, a, she goes between different studios as well. And uh, she's starting her own, so I'll book one then. Um, but it'd be cool to have a podcast over getting tattooed. Oh, like just sit here and be like, she tattoos me while we have this kind of conversation. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> we might get a bit distracted. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> you, you wanted a little willy, right? No, no, a little willy wagtail. Wagtail. <laughs> Damn it. Just uh, add a tail on it. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Color it blue. <laughs> Bro, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, this is taking uh, a turn for the worst. Yeah, we're going to end it here because we've been talking for an hour. But, uh, Has it been an hour? Uh, yeah, yeah, an hour and four minutes currently. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, where can people find you? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Lola Design. Uh, so it's Lola underscore design blog. Damn underscores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to go back and just smack young me for putting an underscore in <laughs> at handle. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just on Instagram or you can go to www.loladesignblog.com. Cool. And but that could all change in a while. It could all change. <laughs> just follow me on Instagram and I'll keep you updated. Yeah. yeah. Wicked. I love it. Well, I'm excited to see where, yeah, where you go and what's next. But Thank you. I'm excited sh- to see what else you do. Thanks. Who knows? 
maybe I'll get Terry Crews in the podcast. Nice. I'll be coming along to that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just have to have like a live episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. But, uh, yeah. Let's go shoot some photos. Awesome. Let's do it. Cool. Bye. <laughs>